coming up on the Biz Women Rock podcast. When I invest a dollar in Yoga Healer, it pays back. It pays back uh, usually tenfold. So it's right. So it's kind of stupid for me to invest more in. And I've I've bought a lot of real estate, and I have a decent amount of uh, of savings, and I have cash flow. But when I look at should I put more money in my Betterment account or my Fidelity account or should I put more money in Yoga Healer? At the end of the day, the more money I put into Kate Stillman and the more money I put into yogahealer.com, the more everything grows. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos, and you are listening to a fabulous resource for you as a savvy businesswoman who's looking to grow your business in a way that makes sense, in a way that is in line with who you are, uh, because here is where I offer you tons of really great resources, such as stories from other businesswomen how-tos from other really great businesswomen, and a ton of topical information about how you can get your business from where it is now to where you want it to be. If you want to be part of our larger Biz Women Rock community, we all hang out on Facebook. We have a an amazing private Facebook group called Biz Women Rock, go figure. And I would love for you to be a part of it if you are not currently, because there is a lot of conversation that happens outside of these podcasts that I would love for you to be a part of. So all you have to do to go join is go to bizwomenrock.com, go opt in, and you'll get your personal invitation from me. Are you a podcaster? Then you are not unfamiliar with how much time podcasting can take from booking guests to writing a script out to actually recording the podcast to post-production, putting it all together, making it sound great and putting it out there to market. Wouldn't it be great if you could take out the most time-consuming part of that entire equation, the post-production? Just imagine all the things that you could do to move your business forward if you did not have to post-produce your show. And you could give it over to somebody who did it better than you did. And you could get it out of your to-do list. That is when you call Emerald City Productions. Danny and his team are experts at taking your audio and doing everything they need to on the back end to make you sound good and to make your message super clear. And most importantly, they are clearing your schedule to do the things that you are best at. Uh, My name is Kristen Petrie. Um, Emerald City Productions has been an important contributor to the success of our podcast, and Danny makes it really easy to deliver quality content to our listeners. He is quick, he is detail-oriented, he's very affordable, and he is extremely easy to work with. The sound quality of our show has improved since he's taken over production, and he makes it possible for me to allocate more time to improving our site and our promotions rather than spending hours removing ums and ahs from the shows. We consider Emerald City an invaluable asset, and we are more than a little thrilled to work with them. Outsourcing the production of your podcast may sound scary and expensive, but it's actually not. Danny Osmond and his team at Emerald City Productions are giving you a special offer just because you're part of the Biz Women Rock community. That's right. Your first four episodes can be produced at $15 per episode. And then their regular price is $40 per episode. That is insanely worth your time. 
So make sure to go to emeraldcitypro.com forward slash bizwomenrock and get your special deal for being part of the Biz Women Rock community and start being smarter with your time and outsource your production to the professionals today. Welcome to Money Moxie, where you go to know your dough. That's right. You are walking into the Money Moxie series. Oh man, I've been so excited for so long to go live with this series. And here's why, because I have a fundamental belief, and you're going to hear this in just about every single interview that happens in every single episode of this series, that we don't talk about money enough. Um, Generally speaking, as business people, more specifically as businesswomen, we tend to kind of like, I don't know, we either just don't talk about money at all publicly Um, Or we are really shy about talking about it with our fellow businesswomen. And most often, I have found that that happens because we're really ashamed that our business is not producing the revenues that we want it to produce. Or we don't really fully have, like, we haven't mastered the art of money making for our business. Or if our business is kicking ass and totally, like, generating some awesome revenue, we're actually afraid that we're going to get judged about that, like, you know, that this whole money-making thing is actually a bad thing. So um, unfortunately, we're sort of in this space where you don't win either way. So I want to completely bust through both of those notions and just get down to like real stories, real money, so that you can have some actionable information on how different types of businesses make money and how you might be able to take that information and directly apply it to your business so that it produces results for you. So let me give you a little bit of a setup of how this works. This is a six-part series. Um, I have interviewed five different women about their particular business. And I I chose these women deliberately because they each represent a particular vertical in the marketplace. So I have a woman talking about her online products business, someone talking about her real estate business, someone talking about her coaching business, the events business, um, an online marketplace business. And then I will be rounding out this series with a very vulnerable and in-depth view about how I brought in almost $14,000 in revenue in just one month. So here's the last thing I'll say. If you really connect with any particular episode in the series or you're just loving this series as a whole, please go and share it with a friend of yours, a fellow businesswoman who could get real value out of this and whose, whose business would really be impacted by the information that's in this episode. Go share it you know, with her on social media. Go tag her, whatever it is, however you want to share it. Just make sure that this information is getting around to someone who you know would get value from it, okay? All right, let's get going. Welcome to Money Moxie, where you go to know your dough. By the end of 2016, Kate Stillman of yogahealer.com and yogahealthcoaching.com is planned to hit seven figures in her business. And she's done it mainly through building out online courses. In this interview, she talks unabashedly about the real numbers of her business, how she actually generates revenue, and how she's been doing that since 2001, the progression that she's gone through through all these years. We definitely dive into her attitude about building marketing funnels that drives people to her products and services, 
And she has a great way of looking at how you can create free products to offer to people in order to give them tons of value and get them ready to work with some of your higher end products. Ultimately, what I thought would be a very black and white interview talking about numbers and dollars ended up being so much more. It ended up being a wonderful philosophical discussion about providing tons of value to the people who need it in this world from you and how to monetize that. So sit back and have a blast listening to Kate Stillman. I am here with the fabulous Kate Stillman of yogahealer.com. What's going on, Kate? Woohoo! Woo! I get to see you on video. This is quite nice. I like it. I know. This is awesome. <laughs> and Kate's got all this fabulous color and all sorts of stuff going on and where she is having her space. Please tell me the name of what you called it because I, <laughs> I know I've heard it before and I'm so sorry that it's just not a common name for me. It's a yurt. A yurt. Okay. So like I'm yeah. calling... I'm calling like it Arthritic medicine yurt is what I what that's what it was originally and now it's it's just like yoga healer headquarters. I love it. So and it's beautiful and it's amazing and so we're going to have a lot of positive energy going on in this interview right now for obvious reasons. So Kate, we are diving deep into money, money, money as far as it relates to business. And when I decided I was going to do this Money Moxie series, you're the very first person I thought of that you have built such a successful business. Um, and you've done it very brilliantly. I've watched you do it over time. And, um, but so many women out there who are building online businesses specifically are really intimidated by people like yourself who sort of, quote unquote, have made it and are doing very well financially and have all these great products and services to offer. So I wanted to get the behind the scenes of how that has actually come to fruition so everyone listening can get a reality check as to what it takes to actually build an online business um, or business with products and services one by one to actually generate really solid figures for their business. So Let's start with the obvious question, which is how do you actually generate revenue for your business? Please explain like all the kind of money pockets that you have. Yeah. So with yogahealer.com and yogahealthcoaching.com, they're both online education uh, serv services, basically, where we bring people through courses. So with, with Yoga Healer, that's, that's personal thrive. So Yoga Detox is one of the courses I offer at Yoga Healer. Uh, we have right now... 420 people signed up for the October one and we'll, we're trying to get to 500. A lot of those are two for ones. I think that's the gross on that so far is like 40 grand or something like that. Uh, living are your Veda courses under yoga healer. And that's a $4,000 course. It's a different sales process than like click to buy. Uh, that has, I think about 80 people in it right now. And we just started that last week. That's a once a year annual course. It's a deep dive for people on a self healing path. And uh, those on a pro healing path, those who are already pro healers, but they don't, they want the Ayurveda component. And then for people who are just like want to be their family's best caretaker, we call it the family healing path. So that's what that course is for. And that's that's a big money maker on on that side. On the yoga health coaching side, it's a certification program. It's a 15 month certification program that a lot of the pro healers go into. Yoga teachers, but also like both holistic and allopathic doctors, nurses. Uh, holistic body workers, nutritionists, et cetera. That's a $7,500 program. And this year we are, what's my number? Uh, it's funny. I'm looking at the wrong chart. My number, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my number is to have 80, 80 new coaches. I think we're, we'll, we will hit that in Q4. We're pretty close. And then next year that jumps up to 120, uh, coaches in there. So that's, those are the main revenue streams. There's also like little ones like body thrive is my, it's my book and it's my 10 week program. Once people get out of yogi detox, we can try to get them into body thrive before they go into living Ayurveda, get their habits. It's like 10 habits, 10 weeks. Some new people come straight into that. That's if I'm coaching it, it's 1250. If a uh, yoga health coach is coaching for me, it's 750. So I'll probably have 40 or 50 people in my next body thrive that starts in uh, November and that'll bring people through the holidays. And then there's one other course on the yoga healer side, and that's awake living, which once people have their habits dialed in, they got their body stuff dialed in, a lot more becomes possible. And they start to want to have a much bigger life. Like when you start to have massive amounts of energy and stability in your life, like you're like, damn, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? So if you have too much money in your bank account, it's fun to find things to spend it on. So we do that in terms of purpose, in terms of life purpose in that course. And we, we actually help people refine their systems um, in terms of the space they're living in and the time, how they're using time, how they're managing a bigger Dharma, how they actually intuit a bigger, like the next big thing in their life. And then we put in systems in place for them to actually actualize their life on a bigger level. So between yoga health coaching and yoga healers, so yoga healers, all the personal wellness courses and the yoga health coaching is a professional course. There's still about 50, 50 in terms of revenue. Okay. In terms of what they're bringing in. Gotcha. So if you are listening and you were like kind of mind boggled by all of those different courses and options that Kate had, what I want you to sit back and recognize is that Kate, you definitely did not start with all of that. You did not start with this master plan in place. What was the very first product that you launched? And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, it's hard. It's a hard question to answer. I mean, the very, very first things I was doing, I was in San Francisco as a studying to studying yoga, the Iyengar Yoga Institute. I was in a two year teacher training program. I was just finishing up my internship at the California College of Ayurveda. That's a, the Indian healing system behind yoga. And I was uh, uh, getting certified as a practitioner of that. And I started teaching these two-hour workshops in yoga studios called Daily, Daily Routines of a Yogi. And that two-hour workshop has now evolved into the $7,500 Train the Trainer course, which is so fascinating. We all, it's, it's a kind of a joke at Yoga Healer with my business team. Like, it seems like nothing I do dies. Like, we can't kill a horse. <laughs> We're always trying to, like, can we kill a horse here? Because I want to add. I want to add, like, the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But there's too much to market already. And so, but then someone reminded me, one of my, one of my, one of my mentors, because now we have a whole mentoring staff within the organization, She's like, well, Ayurveda is 5,000 years old. Of course, you can't kill a course. Like, it's, you're teaching ancient wisdom in a modern, practical way. So it, it doesn't outdate itself. Wow. Uh, and so obviously, I, there's a need for it. There continues yeah. to be a need for it. Keep, people continue to search it out. They continue to buy. They continue to want the information. Yeah, more than ever. And then my first real course was the Yogi Detox. It wasn't called that until a few years later. But I've been running, I've been running at-home detoxes and retreats and uh, any yoga type setting for people that are into yoga since 2002. And so that now, I mean, now it's 2016 and we're going into, I don't know how many times I've taught. I mean, my guess is 30 to 40. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yogi detoxes and, and the program keeps getting better. We evolve it every six months. We bring in this time I'm bringing in some amazing guest teachers and it's a community and a course. But yeah, it started out as six people in this here yurt who wanted, who I was teaching yoga to or heard wind that I was teaching a cleanse back in 2002 when no one else was really teaching cleanses. Now it's totally hip and they're on every corner, which is amazing and awesome. And 
I'm all for it. That's awesome. So between all of the different things you have going on right now, between all of these revenue pockets, what are you bringing in in sales every single year on average? Yeah, so we tend to increase. I mean, last year, uh, I think our 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 gross was about 760 and this year we're on track to, to break a million. Uh, the year before it was maybe like 620. The year before that was maybe getting close to five. So we're growing, you know, tend to grow at about 30%, 30 to 40% a year. So our, yeah. I'm very interested to know because one of the things that I could see a lot of people looking in on your business saying is like, great, she creates these courses and she just sells them and they're on her website. She has a shop. She has all these e-courses and people probably just buy every single day, but it's not that easy. I mean, you are doing a massive amount of marketing behind the scenes to continue driving people to your brand, to your website, to your specific programs. And um, I've heard you on a couple of other podcasts explain um, some of the funneling that you do, some of the marketing that you do, very, very strategic. Can you give us just a mini case study of a particular marketing funnel that you do and actions that you do in order to drive people to one particular product? Yeah. And and actually, if you can I back off like one step before that, then I think yeah. it's even more important. Uh, we have values at, at Yoga Healer that we do everything by. And one of them is we is we nurture and co-create with the tribe. And I started tribe building in about 2000 in San Francisco. And it was, it was the early days. I mean, it's like, it was like the early, early days of, of content marketing and constant contact. I mean, it's way before MailChimp and Infusionsoft and like those guys entered the game, right? It was just a very, it's just the beginning of all that. And I happened to come from a tech family and I happened to be living in a tech town. And so I could just see that how I was going to be in touch with people and how my people were going to be in touch with me was the name of the game. And so for me, since the very beginning, it's, it's always been about that relationship and, and that conversation, everything I do in my life is more or less in dialogue. It's all in, in, in conversation. We, the way we teach is relational. We know the way humans learn is relational. So to me, it's all about the relationships that I want to nurture and also co-create with those relationships. So what I found as going back and forth between the Ayurveda community of practitioners and the yoga teacher community, I'm like, these two communities have so much in common and they have no idea that how to access each other. And they have so much to offer each other. Like very, they have more to offer each other than they do anyone else in the world was the way that I saw it. So I'm like, okay, my job is to facilitate a conversation. My job is to facilitate dialogue. So that's a more evolved conversation can happen. Because right. right now it's less evolved because they're not talking to each other. Right, right. So that's how all my, that's how all my, I was just trying to fill a need. That's how all the courses evolved. It's like just filling a need. The Ayurveda community knows about detox. The yoga community didn't back in 2002. So that's why the yogi detox came in. So if I look at like a marketing funnel, uh, and I'm not sure which one is up right now for yogi detox, but usually on yogidetox.com, there's a free recipe book. And you go in and, and mini course. And so you, you go in, you get the, a recipe book, you get a few emails after that, you know, saying like, hey, like use this one, <laughs> like actually right. use your recipe book. A few little trainings on, you know, some ways to think about doing a detox that are more nurturing than stripping because that's part of our method. It's part of the Ayurvedic method in general is that you, if you nurture that which you want to leave, it'll leave more easily <laughs> than if you just try to like throw it out the door when you're not really ready to get rid of it. Uh, so anyways, 
That's that's not a great example. A better example is yogahealer.com forward slash Ayurveda, A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. And that is a good example of me just realizing what next piece of the conversation I wanted people to have. When I put out a training, a free training to the tribe, and that's the tribe's always growing through Facebook advertising, and I'm a big fan of that. Uh, really targeted ads to people we know would just love our stuff if they only knew about it, including our free trainings. As I look at like, what are the basic skills I want someone to have before they end up in a course with me? I'm a very intense person. I'm a very intense teacher uh, and I'm results oriented. So when people come into a course, I want to know what their outcomes are, their desired outcomes, and I want to get them there in a very fast and effective and fun way. Right. But you know, they've got some work to do. So I would rather they did some of the work before we even signed up together. Because otherwise, it's not going to be a good fit. Like, it's just either going to require more training on my part, or I might get people in there who don't really want to do any work, and or don't like me, or don't resonate with the way I teach, or who I am, or whatever, which is fine. It's all good. Because uh, the right people, we find each other through this filtering process. So when I create a marketing campaign, I'm really looking at, like, what do I want people to already know so that I could, don't have to teach that in the training? Or so that if I teach it in the training, they're hearing it at least for the second time. Got it. So in that campaign, there's a few videos in which I show people like the most basic way to start to learn Ayurvedic medicine, like the most basic way to self-diagnose and start to, to learn how, like what balance actually means and is on a, on a technical level so that we can start to communicate more in the language of Ayurveda. So there's a lot of language in there. Uh, but that's not, it's not in Sanskrit. It's just straight up in English, but the concepts, right. They match up with Sanskrit terms. They, they line up with the most basic teachings I want them to have. Now, the other thing I do just by nature, who I am is I'm an innovator. So Ayurveda is 5,000 years old, but I'm an innovator. So how those two things intersect, my, my next training is about the innovation of how to start to see Ayurveda in a much larger perspective and how to apply that to your life right now. So I want to stay on brand to myself because otherwise someone would come and do a course and they'd find like, you're not a traditional teacher. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Duh. Right. But through all, I love what I'm hearing in that, what, how you're really deciding what to sort of give away and how to sort of content market and give people a lot of really great stuff is sort of by working backwards on what do they need to know in order for them to... Uh, in order for them to for us to work together successfully and to take that approach of like we're co-creating this and so if there's someone who is interested in this topic in order for us to work successfully together here are the tools that they need and I'm going to give those away for free and give those in a marketing way where it continues to build a relationship until they're ready to sort of be on this level with me working in this particular way and if they're not at least they have all these awesome great tools yeah I love that I really love that um I mean, you've had so many years, you've been doing this since 2001, and you've had so many years of kind of trial and error. You are bound to have had at least one pretty big mistake, if not many, many mistakes like we all make, um, that has had a serious impact over your financials. So since we're talking money, what what is one mistake that you can think of? Um, either one, you know, I, product that you tried, marketing tactic that, that you tried, some, you know, student that you tried to bring on, whatever it was that actually negatively impacted your, um, your financial, you know, part of your company. I would say, I would say the mistake I've made that's impacted my financial 
component of my company the most is not investing more heavily in myself and not finding the best teachers I could earlier and, and being willing to pay top dollar. Because I've already I've always made money. That's money hasn't been my problem. I'm a hustler. Like I'm gonna work ten times harder than the next person and I'm gonna make ten times more money in the long run. Because that's who I am. I've always been that way. It's just part of my nature. So my, my problem was is I was a cheapskate. Interesting. So I did lots of like low dollar online things. And what, what happens when you do a lot enough of those is you get really scattered in your approach. And then I went to a number of coaching groups, but I didn't, I, I, I wasn't getting the right person who really understood me and my potential and really knew how to harness and move me forward. So that's, that's really been it. And since I've started aggressively investing in Yoga Healer, so when I invest a dollar in Yoga Healer, it pays back, it pays back uh, usually tenfold. So it's right. So it's kind of stupid for me to invest more in, and I've, I've bought a lot of real estate and I have a decent amount of, uh, of savings and I have cash flow. But when I look at, should I put more money in my Betterment account or my Fidelity account, or should I put more money in Yoga Healer? At the end of the day, the more money I put into Kate Stillman and the more money I put into yogahealer.com, the more everything grows and the more I'm able to help people. What do you see? I find it to be the very special person that understands the intrinsic link between making an impact on this world and being peaceful about financially benefiting from that. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot there's a lot of people in this world who think those two things kind of um, battle each other. And I'm not one of those believers. You are absolutely a believer in the abundance of both. So can you talk a little bit about how you've seen that play out and kind of what your belief system is on that? Yeah, I mean, my belief system I, at this point really is sales, sales and marketing as a service. Like I do everything I do as, you know, as a service. And yeah, at the end of the day, I'm, we're looking, we, we love numbers. We love metrics at, on our business team at Yoga Healer because it's the way we, it's one of the ways we measure our impact. It's not the only way. We get testimonials literally every single day of like, this course changed my life or now my husband's off his blah, blah, blah medication or I lost 40 pounds in Body Thrive or, you know, I mean, we, or wow, I'm making three times as much money now as a yoga health coach than I was just as a yoga teacher. Like we get this all the time. So there's no doubt in my mind on the impact that courses have. We also have a value on, on constantly improving things, Kaizen, like small incremental improvements to what we do. So like right now, this year in 2016, we've rebuilt, totally rebuilt Yoga Detox, rebuilt Living Ayurveda Course, and now we're tackling yoga health coaching because things, you know, need to be updated. And when we're we're constantly improving things, we also, you know, notice that like there's times where we want to make a great leap forward. So I have no doubt about the product, you know, or the services, right? I have no doubt that it works. So then when I look at it, like how can I have more of an impact if I'm driven to? Well, I am driven to by the nature of I have a lot of capacity as a human being. I have had a lot of training, a lot of skills. I believe very heavily in myself. I've built a great team. I believe in my team. And I create now leadership opportunities for both people on the coaching team and on the business team. So if I don't grow more, I don't create more opportunities for other people to grow more. So at this point, it's more or less a leadership. There's a leadership component to my purpose, right? Like I, by not growing more, and by not opening, you know, by not like doubling revenue in the next two years, right, or two and a half years, if I don't do that, I don't create X amount of leadership opportunities for other human beings in the world. And I'm really good at that. I'm really good at creating and training. 
Right? And I'm really good at hiring lots of help to help people get the support they need to make massive transformations. So if I don't do that, then not only is it that like Joey down the street doesn't lose 30 pounds, it's right, which is like affecting how he's raising his children and affecting the global economy in some ways because he's not eating local, he's eating crap from craft, right? Like it, there's massive implications everywhere. But I'm looking at it now just strictly in terms of, of, of raising leaders. I just, I'm, that is such a deep concept. And every single time, you know, self-doubt creeps up for every single businesswoman that I know, myself included. And it's really with thoughts like that that end up completely extinguishing that. Because when you think of, hey, I'm meant for so much good in this world that impacts so many other people. And if I put, if I, if I take myself out of the game or even slow myself down because of whatever self-doubt that I might have, it's actually having a negative impact on this larger, larger, you know, waves I'm supposed to be making. So I love that was just phrased so beautifully. Thank you so much for that. Um, I want to end this conversation with asking you a piece of advice that you would give to anyone listening who might be at the start of this journey, who has aspirations to build a multi six figure, seven figure business and wants to do it in this way that really makes a massive impact has, you know, has positive results on their clients and customers and does it in a way where they're able to have a free freedom type of a lifestyle. What advice would you give to that woman who's just at the beginning part of this journey or kind of struggling through like how to actually figure it all out and streamline it? It's never about you. It's always about those who you're serving. So whenever you're stuck, just remember, it's like, how, how can you serve those who you can serve? It's an honor to be able to help somebody. And if you're passionate about that particular thing or way you can help someone you're like truly passionate about. Just remember it's a, it's an honor to be able to help someone else. And I mean, in my tradition as a yogi, we, we honor the gurus. Like we start our practice by honoring the gurus, by honoring the people that like stuck their neck out, whether that was on Facebook or somewhere else that like, stuck our, their neck out to make sure that we woke up yeah. and we got it. And we got, we got a different perspective of our life or we were able to touch our toes or release our back pain or, or access our subtle body or, you know, meditate or be able to have a peaceful, you know, self nurturing relationship and in our own physiology, right. For whatever, whatever it was for us, it's like we, we just take a moment and honor that someone got themselves out there to help us wake up and now we get to do that for someone else. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game. So if we're not obsessed about ourself, if our self isn't getting in the way, then you'll do great things. I can't think of a better way to end this conversation. Kate, thank you. What I expected to be a very black and white dollars conversation ended up being incredibly wise and just very soul fulfilling. So thank you so much for your time and for sharing. Oh, my pleasure. I love hanging out with you. Are you tired of just surviving in your business? Are you tired of setting goal after goal and then completely forgetting them as the daily work of business completely derails you from those goals? Then it's time to rock your business in 2017. 
The Biz Women Rock Retreat is happening on November 19th and 20th of 2016, and we are there to come up with the grand vision of your business in 2017, create realistic goals to help you get there, an action plan that's going to work for your schedule, and combine it all with the love, the support, and the genius intelligence of your fellow businesswomen who are there to help you build and grow your business. You can register today at bizwomenrock.com forward slash retreat. Hey, Katie. It's Marie Walden McGinnis calling from the sunny Gold Coast, Australia. Katie, I'm heading up to Florida in November for the Biz Women Rock Retreat Weekend. Cannot wait. Perfect timing for me. I'm so glad you put this program together. I really need to get some clarity and focus on my business and a solid action plan for 2017 to take my business to the next level. Uh, The bonus for me is to be hanging out with such great ladies, like-minded ladies. And um, yeah, I can't wait to meet you all and hang out and have a good time as well. So I will see you all in November. Lots of love from sunny Australia. Go claim your spot at bizwomenrock.com forward slash retreat.